You're listening to episode number nine, how to get rid of debt pretty fucking quick. If you're in debt, you're definitely going to want to listen to this one. If you're not, then I'm, I don't have anything for you. You're listening to the Money Shop Podcast with your host, Damien Fogg, making personal finance and investing easy to understand, less intimidating, and even bordering on fun. So today we are going to look at how you can get rid of your debt pretty quickly. Now, if you've been paying attention for a while, you'll know that there's such a thing as good debt and bad debt. Basically, good debt is something that allows you to make more money than the cost of servicing that debt. Bad debt just costs you. It's a liability. Money goes out, blah, blah, blah. It's bad. Now, if you're in a position where you don't have a lot of bad debt, then this episode may not be that much use for you. So yeah, feel free to skip it. Or if you're listening to this whilst running and you have no debt and you're just kind of stuck with me, then (laughs) maybe at random intervals throughout this episode, I'll break into song. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? But you, my good friend, might get to find out because you can't change the station. (laughs) And I'm back in the room. So what we're going to do today is look at how you can go about getting rid of bad debt as quickly as possible. It's pretty simple. It's not easy, but it's pretty simple. So if you are pressed for time or you hate the sound of my voice, then the simple steps are reduce your spending, increase your surplus income, and then overpay your debts. It doesn't get much more complicated than that, to be honest. But what we're going to do is look at each one in a bit more detail and see how you can improve your situation. So if you're struggling with debts, then I'm guessing times, they are a bit hard right now. First thing to do is take a good hard look at what caused the situation in the first place. Now, sometimes it's completely outside of your control. Maybe it was a medical emergency. Maybe it was a partner, whether it's life or business, that screwed you over. It could be something. Or maybe, just maybe, it was entirely your fault for being a bit of a dickhead. Now, remember, I love you a lot. All of you. Yes, even you. But sometimes... We can all be a little bit special, let's be honest. So if that's the case, own it. Don't come up with excuses and blame other people. Accept it's your fault. You're the one that got yourself into this situation. You're now the only one who's going to get yourself out of it. But at least you've got me and your team. So go team us. Let's do this. Now, kind of irrespective of whose fault it was, right now, if you have been a bit stupid with your spending, Now is the time to get really harsh and strip your expenses right back to the bare bones. Nothing is off limit at this point. So if you've got pets, maybe you shouldn't have a pet right now. If you've got a big house, maybe you need to downsize. If you've got an extra room, maybe you need to take on a lodger. If you've got kids, maybe you should donate them to a charity shop. Um, Possibly not that last one. Apparently you lot get fond of kids you've got. Fucking weirdos. But you get the point. Look at everything in as detached and unemotional way as possible and stuff that you've always thought, you know, oh, I could never obviously get rid of that because blah. Well, yes, you can get rid of that. Think about it. Think about what difference it would make financially to you and then probably run it through some sort of, is this legal? Just to double check. It doesn't mean you have to do it, but at least knowing what all of your options are is the good starting point to have. 
the next stage is to look at how much debt you've actually got. So get all of it together in one big piece of paper or spreadsheet. I fucking love spreadsheets. But what do you owe in total? How much do you pay each month? How long is it going to last, each one of them? What's the interest rate you're paying for each of these? Now, don't worry about things like mortgages at this point. It's too big, too cheap, and too long-term for us to worry about right now. We're mostly focused on things like credit cards, loans, car finances, shorter-term stuff like that. Now, once you've got all those numbers together, now this is where we're going to start coming up with a bit more of a plan. In an ideal world, we're going to be looking at how you can increase your income as well. So that could be a second job, maybe working more hours, maybe adding services to existing clients that you don't ask for something else. Maybe you start eBaying everything you've ever bought yourself or random stuff you find lying around. Whatever it might be, it's all about generating additional cash right this minute. Now, in my mastermind course, I actually show people a reasonably nifty way of making about a thousand pounds within a month. And then if you carry on with it, probably I don't know, three to five hundred pounds a month without too much time and effort. Well, certainly without too much effort. But if you're massively in debt right now, it's probably not a good idea for you to be signing up for more shit like that. So that was probably a bit of a dick move even telling you about it. Sorry about that. Anywho, back to coming up with this plan for you. So what we want to do is make sure nobody puts any CCJs against your name or tries to file for bankruptcy or any of that stupid shit. So we do need to work out what are the minimum payments on all of the different debts you've got, because that's what we need to keep up. But then we need to look to see, is there any way we could possibly consolidate any of these debts? So consolidating debts just means taking the debt off maybe two or three different providers, putting it into one place. Obviously, if you've got, let's say, £1,000 on a credit card, £1,000 on a loan, and £2,000 of car finance. So you've got four grand in total. You've got four grand all in. What you do is you're going to take another loan out for £4,000. You clear all of those other loans. And so you've now got one loan for £4,000 in one place with one level of interest. And that's consolidating your debts. Now, there's quite a lot of credit cards out there that do 0% introductory periods and stuff like that. It will usually cost you something to use them, so to get it set up, and it's probably around the 2% mark. But then you get 12 to, I think, 24 months is about the longest I've seen without having to pay any interest on that money. So the ideal is you move all the debts you're currently paying an interest on over to something like that where you're paying 0%. If you can use that kind of thing to move your expenses over to, then happy days, look into that certainly. Failing that though, the other option is you take out a loan at a lower rate of interest than the ones you're currently paying. And then you consolidate them all, as we just talked about, the grand on a credit card, grand on a loan and two grand in car finance. You put them all onto one loan that is a lower rate of interest and happy days, you're now probably going to be better off. Well, you won't probably be better off. You'll definitely be better off because maths and shit. But what if you could take out a loan and it will clear, I don't know, three quarters of the other debts you've got? That's still a good thing. That's still worthwhile doing because what we're trying to do here is identify the highest. The reason why I made you do that work before, we've identified the highest interest charge that you're getting paid. And that's the first one we want to get rid of. That's the one that we want to lower somehow. So if we can consolidate that and maybe the next two or three highest interest charging ones 
onto this consolidated loan, then even if you've got another couple of maybe a credit card or something else still knocking around, that's fine. But you've lowered the interest rate you have been paying by consolidating it onto this new loan. So as long as the interest you pay on the loan is less than the interest you're paying on the other debts you've got, then happy days. It's probably worthwhile doing. You should definitely look into it. But caveat here, don't get carried away. So if let's just say you can consolidate all of them, you can spread that loan period over, say, five years. And so you might be thinking, oh, this is great. I've just gone from spending £600 a month in debt repayments and interest, and now I'm only paying £200 a month. Happy days. That's a stupid fucking thing to think. All that's doing is kicking the can down the road, and we don't believe in that here. So instead, what you want to do is think, great, I was paying £600 a month. £400 of that was interest. Now I'm paying £600 a month, and of that, only £50 is interest. So you keep the repayment levels exactly the same. Ideally, if you could increase them, even better. But the point is, you're trying to repay the debt faster. So what you're trying to do is keep the payments the same, but the amount of interest that is coming out of those payments is reduced because you've lowered the interest rate you're paying. So all that means is you will have paid your debt off sooner because the money that you gave over to them, the lenders, whoever, isn't now just going to service the debt, it's actually getting rid of the debt. So that's a much better position to be in. But maybe consolidating debt isn't an option for you for whatever reason. But fuck it, even if it is, what we want to be doing is focusing on the most expensive debt you have. As we said, we're going to keep up the minimum repayments across the board, across all of them, but then we're going to overpay as much as possible on the debt that costs you the most. Now, there's two ways of getting rid of debt. There's the snowball method and the avalanche method. It's basically the two of them are, one is you pay down the debt with the highest interest rate, and the other one is you pay down the debt that is the smallest amount left to pay. So let's just say you've got five different loans, debts, whatever you want to call them, whichever one has the smallest amount left on it, you clear that one. The theory is on paying that one is it makes you feel a little bit better because you've got one less thing to pay. So yeah, okay, fun and games, but maths trumps your feelings right now. So what we're going to do is focus on paying down the most expensive debt first. And once you've overpaid the most expensive one, gotten rid of that debt, then you move over to the next most expensive one and pay down that debt as quickly as possible. Any additional money that comes in goes to clearing the debt, the one with the most interest charge, and any savings, contingency fund you've got, that all goes towards clearing that expensive debt. I feel like I've hit that over the head several times now, but hopefully you're getting the point. At a push, maybe keep £500 float as emergency money, but it's not really that sensible. If you do run into something, some situation where you need £500, let's just say, as your emergency fund, then yes, you could use that cash if you've got that float. Or, option two, if you've used that £500 to clear £500 off one of your credit cards, say, then you could just go and pay whatever it is on your credit card again. So yes, it's not ideal, but it may not happen. The emergency might not come up. So at least you're not being charged 20% interest on that £500 because it's sat there as a debt. So all you can do is earn 0.1% interest in your savings account, but it means you get to feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Again, sorry about this, but your feelings aren't important right now. Getting you out of the mess that you're in is the goal. And I'm sure there's lots of other people out there that think your emotions should be taken into account when it comes to this highly emotive topic, but bollocks to them. 
If that's what you think, you should probably go find them to listen to instead, and at least they'll make you feel better while you go broke. Hopefully by now, though, you know I do love you. But I'm here to make you better with money. Making you feel warm and fuzzy inside is somebody else's job. I will never judge anyone for what they've done to get into a particularly shitty situation, but I will judge you for how you act when you're trying to get out of it. So be smart, do the sensible things, don't be a dick about it, it's pretty straightforward. And then after that, it's really just a case of going through this slightly boring phase until all of the debts are cleared. So maybe you can't consolidate immediately, but maybe after 3 months, 6 months, 12 months time, you can consolidate. Maybe it'll take you three months to clear the debt. Maybe it'll take you three years. Doesn't really matter. Everyone's position is different, but the process of getting out of that debt is the same for everyone. It's just a case of knuckling down and getting the work done. Now, other than the very 30 seconds I gave it about earning more money, there's not a great deal of detail on what you can do to raise more money quickly. I'm actually going to try and do an episode specifically on that. So basically, you know what to do. You work harder, you work longer, you work in a better paid job, you figure out something to sell something to someone. That was really unhelpful advice there, wasn't it? But you get the point. At this stage, you're looking to minimise all of your expenses and get rid of shit you don't need. So yes, it's going to suck, but yeah, whatever. Now, the other thing I wanted to do was very briefly touch on some of the other options that are available to you if the above doesn't really work or isn't an option and basically that's to wipe out some or all of your debt via the many many options available to you so things like debt management plans ivas bankruptcy all that kind of stuff now this is not my area of expertise so the best advice i can give you is to speak to someone who is an expert at these things now you can go to any of the following and they'll be able to talk you through what your options might be and what's right for you so If you've got a pen and paper ready, we're looking at stepchange.org, citizensadvice.org.uk, moneyadviceservice.org.uk, and between those three, they'll be able to point you in all the other directions as well. But they're a pretty good starting point. For some people, these options probably are the best option. It's a way of restructuring your debts and turning a debt of, say, £10,000 into one of maybe £6,000 that you come up with a payment plan that works for you. It might also mean scrapping the full £10,000 and starting again from zero. Now, personally, I do quite like a clean slate sometimes, but there are ramifications to you for doing this. Because think about it. If someone asked you for a tenner so they could go buy some lunch and they promised to pay you back tomorrow, yeah, you might do. Depends if you've got more than a tenner, if, if you're hungry, if you've had your lunch yet, a whole bunch of stuff. But you may or may not do it. Would you, though, if... You knew that same person had borrowed a tenner off someone else last week and refused to pay it back or just didn't pay it back. Would you then give them that tenner? Of course you fucking wouldn't. That person can't be trusted with money, clearly. And that's what lenders view people who have gone down the bankruptcy route and, to an extent, the debt management plan the IVA route as well. There's kind of a logic there. It's a little bit harsh, but it's kind of... You can see where they're coming from. There is also sort of a societal big stigma attached to these things in the UK. Less so in countries like America and Australia, but I don't really know why. I think they're just a bit more risk-taking generally. I guess if you think about how those countries started, this is a complete tangent now, but fuck it, I'm going. If you think how those companies, companies, countries even, started, 
someone left somewhere that was vaguely safe and known to just bugger off to the other side of the world and see what had happened. And okay, yeah, we shipped a shitload of dodgy criminals off to Australia, so they didn't have much in the way of choice. But America, at least, they had the option of staying put in England or buggering off there. So I guess as a in their DNA, maybe? They're bred to be more risk-takers? and I don't know. Anywho, that was completely irrelevant. I might even edit it out, but I probably won't. That was for the people who are running and who can't change the channel. Anywho, if you are up that particular shitty creek and can't find a paddle, then some of these debt restructuring, bankruptcies, they might be worth considering. If you're only partway up the creek and you've got a paddle but it's a bit of a flopsy one then it might still at least be worth exploring these options just to know what you can or can't do and what what it might look like if you went down that route just don't do anything without being fully researched what the implications are for you things like getting a mortgage in the future that's going to be harder certainly bankruptcy is basically undischarged for the first year and then stays on your file for another five years after that so it's no small thing. So getting a mortgage in that six-year time frame is going to be pretty hard or certainly a lot more expensive than if you hadn't been a bankrupt. Becoming a director of a company, there can be implications for that. Getting any sort of credit, credit cards, loans, all that stuff, taking on car finance, even having overdraft. These things are going to be more difficult if you go down this route. So it's definitely worth, I think it's definitely worth understanding your options, but it's definitely worth speaking to an expert to see if it's right for you. And also keep in mind what the next few years for you are going to look like. If you know bankruptcy is going to wipe you out for six years, let's just say of buying a house, getting credit cards, blah, 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 all that stuff. It's six years of slightly shitty stigma. Is paying off all your debts going to take longer than six years of slogging and struggling and all that stuff? Maybe you take the view of, well, bollocks, I'd rather start again from zero, not be able to do anything for six years, but at least be able to keep all of my own money and not just have to repay somebody else. So, whatever. It'll be right for some, wrong for others. There's a weird moral thing some people have about, oh, well, if you've borrowed money, then you should definitely never not pay it back. Yeah, okay, I get where they're coming from. It's like the smaller example we gave of someone asking for a tenner for lunch. You don't want to be that guy that takes a tenner off someone for lunch and was like, nah, fuck it, I'm not giving you your money back. That guy's a prick. But... If it's a big institution, if things have happened in your life that wasn't just you being a bit of a dickhead, then I don't see that as a moral argument, really. Sometimes things happen and you deal with the situation you've got. See, I told you, I'll never judge anybody for anything. But anywho, my little chums, that's about it. So as I said, it's pretty straightforward what it is you've got to do. It's not necessarily going to be that easy, though. So yeah. Easy to say, harder to do. But if you're in that situation, you do just kind of have to knuckle down and get it done. It's quite easy for me to say, spend less, use your money to pay back the debts. It sounds pretty simple. Living with it day to day for the next year plus might suck ass pretty bad. But hopefully you've learned some lessons from what got you into this situation in the first place. And I'm sure you'll learn a crap load more lessons from the process of getting out of it. Generally, People who can come through the other side of massive death situations like this tend to be very good at managing their money for the rest of their lives. So I guess there's that light at the end of the tunnel to keep in mind while you're slogging away. Yeah, it's, I was reaching there for you. Sorry. Right. Go be good. Pay debts. Toodaloo. 
So you just survived and hopefully enjoyed the money shot from Damien Fogg. If you just can't help yourself and you want even more, head over to the epinvestor.com forward slash podcast for the show notes, links to whatever shit he just talked about in this episode, possibly some exclusive content about cool finance stuff and even maybe a free pony. 